Hello, I'm Joshua Gearhart, your host on the Face Off podcast, and today I'm joined by Jake Burke and Dennis Gohada. It's now time to drop the puck and discuss what junior hockey looks like compared to ACHA hockey and a recap of last year's D2 season. The Face Off podcast starts right now. So, fellas, can you give our listeners some background information on where you played your junior hockey at and for how long did you play at that level? Here, Denny, you want to go first? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for having us on, Josh. Really appreciate it. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah thanks, Kahana. Uh, shoot. Uh, prior to coming to Millersville, I played uh, two years altogether junior hockey. Uh, played my first year at Central Penn and finished it up somewhat at Syracuse and then uh the second year junior ice hockey I started out in Oswego uh went back to Central Penn and bounced around at the EHL for a few games here and there uh but most most of the time was at Central Penn playing the EHL and as well as uh the NA3 so that's awesome what about you Berkey where did you spend your most of your time at in junior hockey um so i Jacob Burke, you're hurt. Thanks for having me. Um, I uh, I started my junior hockey career at 17. Um, I was playing with Dennis actually my first year. Dennis Edelberg and Garrett Baldacci. That was a great year. Um, and then after that, I went to that was, play. That was at Central Penn, right, Burke? Yeah, I was at Central Penn, and then I went to play for the Richmond Generals for the next three years before coming to Millersville. And now were the Richmond Generals a higher tier than uh, Central Penn? Uh, yes. Yes, they were. Um, yeah. The Richmond Generals, kind of the way junior hockey works in the United States, there's tier one, tier two, and tier three. And then tier three can be broken down into two levels almost. There's like tier one A and B, you could call it, which is uh, in tier one B, you'll find like, the USPHL Elite, which I played in in Richmond, uh, the EHLP, <clears throat> excuse me, where I played in at Central Penn. Awesome. And then Richmond also has a tier tier three junior A team, which was their premier team, which I played for two years out of the three there. And yeah, it was a great time. I learned a lot and I met some uh, really good dudes. I would not give up. I would not give up any of those years. I absolutely enjoy them and I really grew a lot as a person in junior hockey more than certainly more than as a hockey player we love to hear that so kind of on that same topic here what is the most difficult aspect of junior hockey it could be um hey Jenny you want to go or uh yeah I'll talk on this one um say uh just staying in the lineup uh that's like the toughest part about it uh (laughs) like every uh every practice you're being evaluated and uh, like you can, like little things can get you t- knocked out of a lineup on uh, junior hockey. Same thing here too. Like uh, just bad play, making one little silly mistake, uh, getting scored on, even though nothing really like wasn't your fault or anything, having a minus in the stat sheet. Uh, and then practice is just, uh, it's like a dog fight every, every, every day of the week, you know? Uh, yeah. You can't take like your foot off the pedal. Yeah, certainly. Um, practice is a big one because you practice five days a week 
and you know that like once you uh every week it resets you know you play your you play your games but then like monday done like doesn't matter what you did you know you still got to go to practice that next week and show up and and do your best every you got to treat every practice like it's a game and another thing that was pretty uh i'd say it was difficult was uh recovery because you'd be traveling all the time you'd always be working out you'd always be skating recovery was a bit hard you know going on those long bus trips and then coming back and then having another week of practice it was uh it, it it took a toll on you but you know it was it was fun as long as you you know did your things right and ate properly got good sleep and take overall taking care of yourself you you'd be all right but but recovery was definitely definitely yeah. hard I'm sure a high level injuries and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure high level hockey definitely takes its toll on the players and the coaches as well. So kind of on that same topic, were the games typically more aggressive than the Millersville games? Um, I'd say uh they're they're similar. Like East, like our our conference we play in a CSCHC, it's it's uh very physical. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, there's some games of like I'm hurting more than I than I am after uh, and ever playing like a weekend in juniors. But uh, junior hockey is physical. It's I'd say you get a lot. You you always got away with a lot more playing junior ice hockey. Like being a defenseman, yeah, like murder in front of the net. Um, here, yeah. it's like a little bit ticky tacky. Like you get called for yeah any little thing. But yeah, I'd say. The only reason I my the conference I played in in Richmond was known for being physical. Every every single game was an absolute meat grinder, oh, but yeah, dirty that is <laughs> that is not at all to say um, that w- where we play at Millersville the CSCHC is not is not physical. Like you know when we play Stockton, who else is phys- who else is physical? DCNJ was physical. very physical as well. TCNJ is always a good tilt. Uh, I love playing TCNJ except yeah. for the last time uh, we played them. But the, uh, what was it? Um, Bryn Athen. They give you guys a pretty good fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me and Dennis. Oh, Denny, we had a we had a weekend. Yeah, it's right. We put like I put up like five points or something crazy. I was about like to say that. you guys had a nice point streak that weekend. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was huge for the yeah. boys. We needed that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was a big win for Bell that night too. Uh, so on our next question here, did any of you guys have the opportunity to compete in the playoffs at the junior hockey level? And if so, how competitive is it once you get to those playoffs? Uh, I'd say um, uh, it's like throughout the whole entire year, it's competitive. Every, like you usually play a team back to back or usually play them three times a weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, when I played Central Penn, uh, we went to playoffs uh, my first year there. And we played a Metro Moose out of um, they played out of Brooklyn, New York, or Aviator Sportsplex. Uh, they're based out of Brooklyn, but that's where they played at. And uh, it's a home and a home and away and a home. Uh, they're the higher seed than us, so we had to travel up there. But like it's the stakes are raised. Like it, uh, playoff hockey is more grittier. Uh, it's a lot more uh, like the game just gets dialed up. And uh, yeah, that week for us was kind of wild because we we uh we played them uh, the week before in a three game series. We have them again the next week for a three game series for playoffs, and it's just uh, it was just uh those six games as a whole. 
it was it was a mess. So it was like very physical. There's fights and stuff. It was crazy. Like I fought a guy the first the last week in regular season, and like and that same guy scoring up with them, and it's just ah, it's funny. So uh, in in juniors, can you actually drop the gloves with guys? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So so how does that work? Because I'm assuming you guys still wear the cage helmets, right? In juniors. Uh, uh, in some leagues, you can wear visors and. Uh, I know my first year, our whole entire league, everybody's required to wear a, a cage. And the second year, everybody could wear guys could wear visors if you're over 18. So were you fighting guys who had cage helmets, Dennis? Like that would probably definitely mess up your hands for sure. Oh uh, yeah, helmets come off. It, oh, okay. The refs, the refs they let you go. It's not like college where it's like they try not to keep they try to keep people from fighting here. So uh, yeah, they're fighting. Yeah, no, they, they usually let it happen. I mean, I I never I never was in one in a game at least. Um, but yeah, they'll let you go. They'll let you go at it. That's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. And the whole visor thing, it's in USA hockey, it's, you have to be over 18. And then the same thing goes for the USBHL. It's over 18. You can wear a visor. Do more guys tend to switch to visors then once they hit that age difference? Uh, it depends. It's kind of, once you start playing tier two is where you start seeing everybody wear visors. Um, so like the North American league and, um, the, some of those Canadian leagues, like the, British Columbia League, the um, Saskatchewan League, and the Central Canadian League. A lot of those guys will start wearing. That's that's where you see like majority of guys wearing visors. But uh, when you're playing like tier three, it's kind of a fifty fifty. Yeah, it's different by team. I know some teams. If you're not wearing, if you're over eighteen, you're not wearing a, a visor. You're kind of looked looked down upon. And some teams. Yeah. Everybody, like I know Philly Rev, like they didn't let guys wear visors at all. Everybody's wearing a cage. So it's kind of up to the team. So you guys kind of experienced yeah. that. Yeah. So Berkey, can you touch upon your playoff moments here? Yes, certainly. Certainly. Um, <laughs> so uh, my first year playing juniors at Central Penn, we did not make the playoffs. <laughs> we, oh, we were bad. We went, uh, day, what was it, like 7 and 33? Whew. Yeah, that was a tough year, man. Yeah, that was a bad year, but it was a good time. Um, and then my first year in Richmond playing elite, we won the national championship, actually. And that was pretty sweet. Holy cow. Um, Talking to a national champion over here. I got a, uh, I got a ring for it. Oh, man, you had to break out that. It was all diamonds and everything, like a big-time Super Bowl ring kind of thing? Yeah, it looked just like Tom Brady's. Probably got off Etsy. DH <laughs> <laughs> gate, dog. <laughs> uh but anyways uh, yeah. that, that was awesome we uh that was a great year that was a great group of guys and then uh our next year we got knocked out in the first round and then the year after that we got knocked out in the first round but uh playoffs and juniors is just it's it's physical like it's the same thing you know everybody's competing for the end goal it doesn't matter from the you know acha you know you're playing juniors it, it, it doesn't really matter you know the stakes are you know for the most part the same everybody's trying to win a championship you know it's kind of at that point all bets are off it doesn't matter you know if you were planning on going somewhere you know you got to you know you're there for the boys you're winning the championship oh absolutely so how would you describe the differences between junior hockey and ACH hockey for Millersville? In the, like, we're comparing Millersville ice hockey to... Correct, yeah, Millersville to juniors. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, when it comes to, I'd say the biggest difference is 
in junior hockey, you are there to play hockey. Like it is your job. It's what you're always worried about. You eat for hockey, you sleep for hockey. You, everything you do is hockey related. And, you know, if you, if you aren't playing, then it's like, well, what am I doing here? You right. know, when you're playing at Ville, you know, we're here to play hockey, but we're also athletes. Student and, athletes, you know, right. Whatever yeah. else you're involved. I mean, we're also students and then whatever else you're involved in. So, you know, it's not like if you're not playing, it's not like, oh, well, what am I doing here? Well, you, you have a degree. You're, you're right. getting a degree here, too. Right. In juniors, you're not getting a degree. It's to move on. That's the whole point is just to move on. That's where I'd say. And it's like a big stepping stone. Yeah, and I think Dennis will get into it. Like, you know, you're kind of there for – you're there for your boys, but then you're also there for yourself because you want to move on and play to the highest level possible. Yo, absolutely. Dennis, can you touch upon that as well? Uh, yeah, Berkey, uh, he nailed it right in the head. Um, Like, junior hockey, you're uh, either at the rink, at the gym, uh, working a job if you have it, and that's all. Uh, Really not much to it, whereas in Millersville, you're – uh, at the rink, at the gym, and you got school on top of that, uh, friends, your social life, and a bunch of other stuff going on. And uh, junior hockey is just like hockey is somewhat is like it's like your job there, you know. Right. You're yeah. Paid, you're getting, you're forking out a decent amount of money to play tier three hockey, but it's like everybody's trying to yeah. move on and uh, advance themselves, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a double edged sword when it. Oh, sorry, Kira, I don't. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's kind of like a double-edged sword, like a one thing, like, you know, you, in juniors, you can put all, you put all of your time in a hockey, but then like you put all your time in a hockey, like it, it right. gets very stressful because then, you know, your main purpose is hockey. Whereas in school, it's nice where you get to take a break from it. Cause you have like, you know, you'll, you can have friends outside of the hockey team. You have different clubs that aren't just hockey. So it's not always hockey, hockey, hockey. You know, right. But, Sometimes kids get burnt out of that really quickly. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. No, burnout's definitely a big hey. problem sometimes and can, you know, really, yeah, that can really take do a number on it's, you. It's a lot on young, you know, young kids of our age for sure. So this mm-hmm. will kind of go to our next question here very nicely. Uh, what level so of hockey is more competitive, would you say? Junior hockey or ACHA? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say on this. So which one do you think is more competitive? Millersville or juniors? Um, that's that's kind of tough. Uh like uh it I guess it depends who you're playing and what kind of program you're playing against. Like uh when you play teams like uh Udell, um uh Bryn Athen, uh TCNJ, Rutgers, those kind of teams. Like it, it's it's very it's like playing yeah, junior hockey. hockey games. Yeah, like they're like ninety like I say like eighty percent of the lineup against those guys are all either uh guys that played tier three junior hockey, uh or they played uh tier one, which is triple A hockey. Um it depends. Like I know like playing against like Monmouth, uh games or teams you rough you rough up on the scoreboard like it, it it's more of a school level drop off um but acha d2 it's there's some games where it's like a junior hockey game like the Brent Athens weekend 100 felt like i was a junior hockey yeah 100 you know? yeah like it's team back to back and you're just it's it's a battle both games yeah it's certainly and it's like it's not that like the acha is not like a that like not in any it's any sense like a slouch of a league like it can kind of be made out to be in juniors because when you're playing juniors your whole goal is to play NCAA hockey and you know 
you, you kind of look down on it and then you play and you're like, okay, like, you know, this is, this is legit hockey work that I'm playing right now. But I'd say um, from a competitive scale, uh, from a sense of like competition, the only thing that really sets juniors apart is that, um, you know, in the ACHA for the most part, for the most part, um, especially here, like, um, or like in the CSCHC, you know, obviously you have teams like Liberty and like UNLV that, but like for the most part, this is like the final destination for everybody. So in juniors, everybody's like just moving on, moving on. Like everybody's looking forward, like next year, next year, next year. That's like the only thing I'd say is really different in a sense of like competition. Yeah, that makes is sense. That, you know, you're out there like, okay, like, you know, I need to get looked at. I need to, I need, um, you know, this coach to see me. I need this, that, whatever. And, and uh, ACHA and, you know, playing in school, it's, you know, I'm here for these guys. I'm here for this team. I'm here on a championship. So it just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So, you know, from your all your experience in juniors, what do you miss most from your time playing junior hockey? Not being in school. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. You, you don't know. <laughs> that's what that you was. True king right there. Not being in school. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean. But uh, I'd say the whole the whole uh, process of, like, leading up to, like, the commitment, you know, like, as much as, like, you know, it's it's stressful to commit. You know, it's, it's very exciting experience because – most high school sports you commit like your junior year, senior year of high school. Well, for most, like for hockey guys in the junior world, you wait an extra three, two, three years after high school. So it's very, it's a very um, exciting. And, you know, that's, I miss that time. And, you know, obviously being away from home and all the traveling. Yeah. It's, it's a lot for everybody, for sure. Dennis, what are your thoughts on that? What do you miss most other than school, obviously? Uh, shoot. Everywhere I was at, um, uh, the locker room was great. Like just being around the boys all the time. It was a, it was a, it was a fun time. Uh, like the bus trips, uh, long hours. It, it was fun. Like, yeah, I was blessed. I had a good group of guys, uh, anywhere I went and I played at, it was, yeah, it, it was a good time. Like those guys, yeah. um, uh, I'm better friends with them than I am people went to high school with it's kind of crazy I don't yeah know. no definitely like most certainly like my junior hockey friends are way better than any of my high school friends for the most part at least but um yeah i uh oh, hockey's a lifelong family boys we always know that uh yeah it is, it is. uh but yeah like i wish um i wish we could do that here i would love to be able to see the boys like every single day in the locker room i know the the, yeah, that's what I miss most the, better. Is the locker room. You see your boys every single day in the locker room. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what I miss most. That's what those tight-knit bonds are forming the locker room. A lot of stuff goes down the locker rooms, um, and it brings us closer together, that's for sure. That's no different uh, here at Millersville as well. Uh, yeah, it's 100% true. Uh, like, I got to say, this year is, like, the first year it's ever been like that. I know years past on the D2 team, like, it, it's been somewhat clickish. But, like, this year it's, like – this past year, all the boys, like one, it was like one unit, you know, it wasn't yeah. like, ah, oh, nah, those guys are over there taught themselves. It's not, not everybody's like, it's like an open court. Everyone just, just like shooting it and uh, just talking about whatever they want to talk about. It was funny. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, you, you guys really came together as a team this year. And one thing that I realized is you really guys, you played for each other 
you know, you didn't play for the name on your back. You know, the, you played for the logo on the front of your Jersey. And that was true in every yeah. game you guys played hundred percent. So here's the kind of an interesting question. I'm interested to see you guys response to this. Did you guys ever have the opportunity to share the ice with a top tier junior player who had the potential to crack the show? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, my uh, during the COVID year, we had a lot of guys playing for our team and in that league that had absolutely no business being in our league. But Canada shut down, and there was a pretty like serious like trickle down effect. There were dudes getting cut from teams that should not have been getting cut in the teams and like a cut in a normal circumstances. But I we had one kid come that uh he played in the QMJHL at sixteen, and um he's in. He's in NHL 17. His name's David Vaisberg. He was a great dude. Um, he got uh, – he was pretty close to the crowd. I was probably, like, the closest dude that I knew personally that – Holy cow. Was he was in Chell 17. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. For what team was he under then? Um, here, give me a minute. I'll no, look it up. you're good. That's pretty crazy, though, that you played with somebody who's actually in the NHL game. To me, that means they made it. You know, they, they made it. They made it. That's how you know you made it. Dudes would come skate at our uh, – we have uh, – I've been on the ice with oh, – I'll get back to you. Here. You got any? You're good, Denny. What do you got on this? Um, Shoot, I got a few. Like, nobody big. Uh, when uh, I was in Connecticut with uh, – shoot, I think they're the Oilers or – yeah, they're the Oilers. I was up there for like a week or two, and uh, I actually – uh, Garrett Baldacci, he went up there with me too for a little bit. And uh, uh, Matt Zuccarello's brother, he's on that team. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, he uh, he was actually my stallmate, a uh, guy next to me in the locker room. Uh, I forget his first name, it was Fabian uh, Zuccarello, but he, I met him. Uh, he had a bunch of his brother's stuff, like a stick, like all the sticks, his skates were in the cool and nice. Uh, I think also played against Cullen Kane, who's Patty Kane's uh, cousin. Holy cow. He plays just like him. He's small. He's got nice hands. Um, he's a really good player. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, let's see. I went to uh, NA3 showcase out in Minnesota, and uh, we played, I think, uh, Yellowstone Quake or the Alex – either one of the two teams played out alexander blizzard in the showcase out in minneapolis uh one of the guys in our team uh uh was playing for uh team latvia in the world junior hockey tournament that like two weeks later oh he, he was uh he was like 16 or something at the time but he was he was a good player uh it was cool playing against him and seeing him on tv get like murdered by us. <laughs> <laughs> like it was cool getting to see the amount oh sorry go ahead no, no no go ahead go ahead it was cool getting to see all the foreigners that got to play in like the world junior tournaments yeah oh absolutely. yeah that's true man like we had like playing with uh the guys from uh europe were funny like the swedish guys uh shoot this guy oscar was funny taught him about just like difference between pennsylvania and uh sweden just he was a funny guy they talked to in your accent yeah Actually, like kind of dumb <laughs> courses, but they're, they're Dude, we had we had this big Swedish kid the one year, and he uh, he punched this kid in the face with a cage. He like that, he like caved his cage in. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. And then he uh, and then he uh, he he got traded because he uh, he he told our coach to to fuck off, and he got traded the next day. 
<laughs> oh shit! Yeah, or shoot, my bad. I mean, it cut. Dude, it's, it's okay. Yeah, uh, you're just gonna. Yeah, it's cut that out. Yeah, our sweet goalie. He did. Athletes did that. Uh, he straight up. We're getting smoked by uh, Yellowstone. He comes in, tosses stuff. He's like, "F you, trade me." Kind of like off slap shot. He's like, "F you, trade me now." Like, he didn't get traded, so he just went back to Sweden. Um, Sounds like a Baker Mayfield kind of deal right now. He didn't get. Yeah, he's in his Swedish accent. He's like, "F you, trade me. I'm done." And his Swedish right. accent. Yeah, he was a funny guy. Um, I actually know. I, actually, I almost had a chance to play against. Uh, uh, Joel Faraby, Jake Ottinger. Um, Holy uh, cow. Uh, Chad or Charlie Kreiss. Uh, back when I played Chowder Cup, uh, I think two years ago or two or before I came to college. Dude, that was more than two years yeah, ago, man. I'm old. But, <laughs> uh, more like, like three, four years ago. What year am I? But yeah, we almost played against those guys. If we would have, uh, the last day of Chowder Cup, like you play half hour games and uh, it's just like a small tournament. But uh, we love, if we would have, Beat the team like the quarterfinals. We would have went and played uh Boston Knights, who had just straight up NHL or guys who were drafted the previous year. Or that's that's that current nuts. year. And it was Joel Fair watching them play the game after is like nuts. Those guys are they I forgot who who we lost to, but they just murdered them. It was Yeah, dude, those guys are those guys are so good. It's insane when you like you can just tell too. Like they're everything about them is just so much better. Yeah, I mean Boston teams are just built different fellas. Like we uh like we like we would have uh Zach Jones who uh drafted by the Rangers like one of the first uh Richmond natives to get drafted in the NHL and he went to UMass and he would come skate with us during training. just so good. That's crazy. We had so- another kid, Stefan Owens, who played for UMass, who uh committed to UMass Law, and he just, like, those caliber players are just unreal. Yeah, UMass is definitely a big hockey school for sure. Any school in Boston is a good school to go to for hockey. So here are some questions to ponder regarding last season. So what are some of your thoughts and lessons that you both learned from last season? Uh, Burke, you can take this one, man. (laughs) I'll let you start this one off. (laughs) Um, As far as lessons learned, uh, definitely to focus a lot more on hockey and – you know, from the aspect of we had some, uh, you know, we had some internal affairs stuff going on that, you know, I'm not going to get into here. You know, obviously, if, if you're on the team, you know, we're talking about. Um, but, you know, if we would have, you know, if we didn't focus on that as much as we did, you know, actually like playing hockey and stuff, that would have definitely helped us a lot. And then on top of that, staying out of the box, that was a big problem for us this year. And um, we we would have done a lot better if we stayed out of the box. That's I'd one of the things that, that I – But I'd say, um, you know, we had a great team this year. And I – like, great group of guys, great caliber players. You know, there's not, like, too much to pick apart from last season from – in that department, at least. Denny, you got anything? Uh, last year um... – uh, it's the best year of hockey I've ever had at Millersville. Um, really proud of what the guys did last year, uh, especially coming from a young group. Uh, uh, as for next year, it's tough to improve on, I'd say. We just got to earn everything. Uh, I think guys near like the end of the year going to playoffs, they, we got a little cocky, got a little complacent. Um, just, uh, you know, just just know that everything has to be earned. You're just 
Like you're not going to walk into a rink and another team's not going to give it here. Say, here it is, man. We're done. Like it's, it's your guys' rink tonight. You know, you got to go on and earn it every, every shift, every period, every game. I kind of said harped on that. Yeah. 100%. It's just that. And also stand up box, you know, going to the box sucks. Uh, I went to the box a decent bit. Then there's like a stretch where I was in a box, like, eight games in a row or something crazy like that but everybody's everybody's got to stay out of box it takes a village yeah. it happens so kind of to, to piggyback off of that how do we respond after a tough loss in the playoffs to our bitter rival tcnj um i uh, just come back with a chip on our shoulder uh can't really can't can't like take anything away from tcnj uh you know they're they're, last year, they're the four-time defending champs, and uh, they know how to how to do things in the playoff time, and like the end of the season. So, uh, they know what they're doing. Uh, the game leading up to playoffs, I think our senior night game, they came out with a good game plan, outplayed us, and executed their game plan. Yeah. Uh, the same thing in playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can't really say that TCNJ, oh, they cheat. Guys say all that stuff. Oh, like you know, they're cheap or there's cheaters. You know, like nah, they hung six, six or seven on us or some, some dumb. Like I think that. it was final like six to two. I think it was the final. Yeah, yeah. whatever. But yeah. they, they came out. They had a good game plan. Executed it, and uh, you know, it's yeah. we just have to re- remember it. Uh, we won't play them at all next year because we're moving on D one. But just channel the energy and just ready to fire back on all cylinders next year, you know, yeah, 100%. job. Absolutely. So then as we transition to next year, what are your individual goals and what is your hope for the team? Individual goals. Yeah. It's a tough one. I know. Right. Put up more <laughs> points and maybe more, some, maybe more pims in the last season. <laughs> ah, less pims, dude. Less, <laughs> less pims for sure. Less pims. Um, my goal for next, my individual goal going into next season, um, probably just gain weight, dude. That's my, uh, that's my goal for next year. I don't really, uh, and probably, uh, probably should even get a, maybe I'll work on my shot a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, definitely be in the gym a lot more. I'll that's. That's something we're trying to harp on too, really uh, making sure we're getting in the gym and as a team, so we're all just overall in better shape and we can, you know, out endure teams. Absolutely. Staying fit is a huge part of the game. What about you, Dennis? Um uh, you're going into your last year. So uh what's the goal? Is. What's the goal for you? He's Mr. Writing his will. Mr. <laughs> Senior, yeah, write your will, buddy. Uh the farewell tour. Um <laughs> See, last year, uh, looking into this year, I'd say uh, just stay on a score sheet throughout the whole entire year. I know I kind of started scoring near the end of the year, going into play, going in the back, going in the second semester, I started scoring. And uh, score, do just be on a score sheet most of the year. Um, block some more shots. Uh, stay out of the box. Uh, be good to the boys. You know, the boys are going to be good to me. Um, yeah, I'd say probably just, yeah, you know, something like that. I agree. Be uh, good leaders. Yeah, so and speaking about that, since you guys are, you know, moving up on in the years as, you know, team leaders, I guess you can say, you know, the younger guys are going to look up to you guys as, you know, guys to lead the charge, be the motivators, be the leaders. What does that look like for both of you and how are you going to take on that new role? Dennis, it's still a role for you that you've been in for the past two years now, at least, um, since I've been here. 
but what about for you, Berkey? What is that going to look like for you? Um, so I got my letter at the, uh, got my letter, uh, first semester. I mean, at the spring semester last year. And that was, a, that was an honor. I really appreciated that. Um, you know, and I definitely, uh, took a, you know, like I did an, I did an all right job. Um, yeah, great job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did all right. Um, my hope, my, uh, next year, just, you know, be an example. That's kind of, that's my big thing, you know, have a positive attitude and, you know, lead, you know, be an example out there. You know, I'm not a, I'm not really a, I'm not a hard ass. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be. So I kind of just going to lead by example and lead by example and have a positive attitude. It's kind of my thing, you know, make sure the boys are fired up for the games and, you know, yeah, just do my thing. Make sure the boys are rolling. Absolutely. Dennis, what is gonna be the captain letter going to mean to you in your last season here at Ville? Uh, it's honor. Uh, wearing a letter any chance or anytime you wear a letter anywhere, it's, it's an honor. Uh, so, you know, the, the coaches feel the way about you and the boys feel that way about you. So you got to live up to a, to a high standard, you know, uh, you got to lead from the front. You got to, yeah. got to always go to bat for your boys. Um, that's one thing I try to do the most, you know. You did that very well last year, even though it got you in the penalty box sometimes, but you <laughs> always erupted that task last year. That shit happens, man. But uh, I try to just uh, be good to the boys, you know, because when it comes down to all you have is the boys. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, no one to stand up for him, 100%. Dude. I really – I like, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Absolutely. So – to wrap it up here with our last question, what is the mentality as we enter next season? What are you guys most excited for? Uh, I'd say just getting back to the – getting back on the ice, uh, just getting out there, getting after it, and just earning everything this year. Uh, just hit the ground running, just keep this roll and keep on rolling throughout the whole entire year. Couldn't agree more. What about you, Berkey? Uh, yeah, just uh, start the season swinging, you know. Um, we got some uh, – high caliber guys coming in next year. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see all those guys and how they do, but I think we're, we're going to be very good next year. Absolute just animals on the ice. You know, we're here to play hockey. You know, we're, uh, we're here to play hockey. We're here to win. That's, that's, what, right. we're, uh, that's what we're going to do. Nothing short. So, well, that'll wrap up episode five of the face off. And I want to thank Jake and Dennis for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on the Face Off Podcast. Get hard out. Yeah, thanks for having us, Gearheart. Yeah, Appreciate it. Thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it, man. You got it.